Hi guys, welcome to the All Things May podcast. My name is Melina Stevens, better known as May, and here on this podcast we talk about a variety of different topics. The episodes on this podcast are raw, real, and as unedited as possible because I want to enhance the insightfulness and connection that each episode produces. A new episode will be released each Friday, and if you have a suggestion for an episode, please let me know. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of All Things May. Thanks for being patient with me while I get my shit together. Um, It's been very busy being a student right now. There's tons of assignments due graduation things, documents I have to fill out, certifications, all of that jazz to become a teacher. So today on this episode, I actually, let me give you a little bit of a background story. So last weekend, I went to Grand Prairie for less than 24 hours to see one of my best friends from the island. Yep, if one of my best friends is seven hours away from me instead of 17, you bet your ass I'm going to drive four hours to go see her. So I met up with my friend Kaylee Coates in Grand Prairie last weekend. We had an awesome time. Uh, We rented an Airbnb and this episode is actually recorded in that Airbnb. So the sound quality is a little bit off and uh, we were trying to be quiet and respectful while we did this podcast because we were literally right beside the house bedroom it was kind of like being sneaky when you were like a 16 year old and like staying up late and making sure mom and dad weren't like listening on your sleepover conversation um so in this episode like I was getting to we talk about we just have like a really candid conversation like we usually do when we see each other we talk about relationships and love and dating and the single life and what our lives are like right now, career choices, mental health, all of that jazz. Um, it's kind of a short but sweet episode. I think it's pretty funny. I was kind of laughing to myself while I was listening to it. And maybe that's just because I'm conceited and think my jokes are hilarious. Or maybe it's because the episode is actually hilarious. Um, I'm going to leave that up to you to decide. So... Yeah, it's not too serious of a conversation, but I think it's really funny and it's kind of like, I feel like if you were to listen to it, it's just like having a conversation with one of your like girlfriends. I feel like this is definitely how friends talk to each other and yeah, I think it's just an awesome candid conversation and I want candid conversations on this, on this podcast. So I hope you guys have an awesome day and enjoy the episode. I have my friend. Kaylee Coates with me. Say hello, Kaylee. Hey. <laughs> She's a little bit nervous. She's She has to drink to talk on the podcast, but I told her it's all good, and yeah, we're going to talk about some juicy stuff. Okay, Kaylee, tell us, tell us about your life right now. Well, I'm currently living in Campbell River in my parents' basement. Mm-hmm. I just got a new job in Courtney, and I'm not going to say what it is, but it's, <laughs> it's a secret. It is pretty important to me, and it's something that I wanted for a long time. And yeah, I'm thrilled that I'm able to live in a small community again and work at a job I'm super excited about. Yeah, because when, when did you move back home? Um, it's... it's 
I've been September, give or take. Yeah, September. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like, yeah, because I remember when I moved back, because I was living in Campbell River this past summer, and when I moved back to Edmonton, I think you had texted me and you were like, yeah, I'm moving back home, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And we both moved back home kind of for like the same reason. So in April, I moved back home, and home for me is Campbell River, well, just like Kaylee, obviously. I moved back home because the guy that I was dating at the time, uh, we broke up, and that was like definitely I was definitely did not see that coming whatsoever and which is the opposite of my experience but (laughs) and Kaylee will show it will share that (laughs) but I yeah I just did not see it coming we were supposed to move to Calgary together and I I really thought that he was the person that I was supposed to spend the rest of my life with but obviously it wasn't and then, yeah, I didn't even see it coming. It was one night. We broke up. And then the next day, because um, we had a place that we were supposed to live in Calgary together. So I literally had to leave the place that I was living in in Edmonton. And I didn't have anywhere to go. So I called my mom, like everyone does when they have a problem, and said, Mom, this is what has happened. And my mom said the nicest thing. She was like, Melina, like, we're going to fly you back home to the island. The island is the best place to heal. Which, Kathy Stevens, thank you, love you, so happy you're my mama. And it truly was the best thing for me at that time because I feel like when you're going through a breakup, everywhere you look and everything you drive past and everything reminds you of that person. And it's just, if you have the ability to get out, excuse me, to get out of the environment that you spent most of that time in with your significant other that's the best thing to do also deleting them from like all types of social media that's what I had to do and that was awesome but yeah moved back home and spent four months on the island in the summer and it was like fucking incredible I'm gonna be heading into that into the summer in Camp River as well and I'm super excited because Two out of three of my brothers are going to be living at home as well. Are you enjoying yeah. living at your house right now? Um, yeah, actually, I love it. My relationship with my parents has drastically improved since high school. Same with and mine. We're all we're kind of just all friends now. Um, <laughs> we're all on good terms now. Mm-hmm. It only took twenty six years. Yeah, we're all besties. Um, it's hard. Don't make that noise, or else the host will come in and steal yeah. your drinks. And now, um. Yeah, it's awesome. Although my focus now is to pay back my student loans. That's probably now my main reason I'm living at home now. Mm -hmm. It's hard to pack up your shit and pack up your life and like swallow your pride and move back home. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're 26. Mm -hmm. Like I found that was like the hardest thing when I moved back home. I knew that it was going to be such a good move for me. But I was just like, man, like I have worked so hard to get where I am Mm-hmm. in Edmonton like I moved out there a day after my uh, 19th birthday and I had established a life out there and I was going to school and everything and it's not like I like permanently moved back home or whatever but it's just like it's hard to kind of like mm-hmm. I don't know run back into your parents arms when like your soul and heart gets crushed and like your world turns upside down because mm-hmm. of it because of like an ended relationship mm-hmm and I think for me too, um, in addition to 
the stress of the relationship ending, I also strongly disliked my job. And I felt like I had outgrown Victoria, which is ironic because I moved somewhere smaller. Mm-hmm. But but I like, feel like I just outgrew. I'd been there for seven years and saw the same people all the time. It reminded me of some places reminded me of my failed relationship. Um, didn't like my job. Didn't like how much traffic there was. Yeah, and that... I'd gone through a couple bouts of depression over the years living mm-hmm. in Victoria, so I just kind of wanted a fresh slate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I'm coming up to eight years in Edmonton, and um, for those of you who don't know, I got a teaching position in Dubai, which is fucking sick, and I'm so excited to go because, A, obviously it's an amazing opportunity, but B, like, I I feel like Edmonton and I have, like, had, like, it's ran its course on me and I'm, like, mm-hmm. ready for something mm-hmm. new and, like, I totally get that. And sometimes going back, like, going back to Campbell River, I, it'll always be my hometown and always hold all of these memories for me, but it was also a fresh start. It was almost like living somewhere new because I was I was a different person mm-hmm. and when you're a different person you have a different perspective even on like, I feel like that too yeah, yeah even on like the oldest places that you've been like I when I moved back home to like essentially heal my heart I a like deleted my ex off of like all social media and even blocked him not because I not because we well yeah because I was pissed off but mm-hmm. also I knew that like if I was going to be, like, recording Instagram stories or Snapchats or something like that, I would, like, go back and check to see if he, like, saw it. Because it's, like, I feel like after a breakup, sometimes you feel like you have to, like, one-up your ex. So you have to be, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, I'm doing this and this is awesome and I want to make him jealous and, like, all of that kind of stuff. And, and like, I feel like majority of us do that and that's so toxic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, A, had to do that and then, B, I just, like immersed myself in everything I wanted to do like I said yes to everything like I would go for hikes all the time and help my mom out and help my dad out and hang out with my brother and hang out with all of you girls and like I get not to, eat sugar not eat sugar go on a sugar <laughs> detox diet yeah I dabbled in that it was awesome and like reconnected with old friends and just I don't know mm-hmm. got outdoors and said yes to everything like started playing ball again and it was honestly like I, I got, I don't know, it was like I, I like flipped the next chapter of my life and it was hard. Like I remember moving back home the first week and like waking up because I was so sad, like waking up in the middle of the night and like crying and I would like put my head on my mom's lap. 26 year old woman would put my head on my mom's lap and cry and sob because I was so hurt and I was so heartbroken because I was like, the guy that I was dating I was like no like he's the one like we've Mm -hmm. been through so much like we were doing long distance and um long distance from Edmonton to Calgary and then when he went overseas to play hockey that was even more long distance and I was like if we can make it through this like we can make it through everything but at the end of the day like we were just forcing it and um honestly now like I'm so happy and like I'm just so happy that he had the courage to do the thing that I think we both had in the back of our head, but I couldn't bring myself to mm-hmm. do because no one wants to go through a breakup. No one wants to go through that pain, especially when you've like been dating for the past 10 years and been in relationships and you're like, okay, like 
I don't want to have to get to know someone again and like live with them again and all of this stuff like no matter how emotional you are or how much you wear your heart on your sleeve like it's hard opening up all the time and like you want the next person to be like the one like the one you settle down with and I was just bummed out that I was like fuck we've worked so hard on this relationship and now it's just ended it's just gone how many years was it again it was three whoa yeah so quite significant and I mean I don't have any hard feelings against him at all um we have each other on Instagram now because that was uh we had both like kind of healed and and we're fine with that and I wish him all the best I wished him a happy birthday in February when it was his birthday he congratulated me when I got my Dubai position and like if I were to see him in person again, I would honestly have like a good conversation with him. I have no hard feelings against him. He was, he's an amazing guy. He's going to have an amazing life, but it's just, that's not what was meant to be for us. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Tell us. <laughs> the demise of my relationship yeah. over the summer. Mine was a, a li- it was a little different. I won't get, I won't go into too many details, but, um, Basically, if I give you a shot of tequila, will you go into more details? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't drink tequila. <laughs> um, basically, just we we only we were together for about a year, a bit more than that maybe. And the last six months of our relationship, I was constantly questioning it, um, and I realized that we had that I felt more of a friend relationship with him than a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and um but I was too scared to dump him and I also really appreciated the friendship aspect that we had Mm -hmm. so um and then he got in an accident and that made it so that I was his pretty much his only emotional support during that time yeah um so I was there for him for that but um that's that was really tough and then yeah, and then I actually um did end up finally ending it. And Which was when? Mm, roughly June, July. Mm-hmm. And then as a result of that, um in in my words I was held emotionally hostage. Yeah. By I him agree after with that. because um he told me that I abandoned him in his time of need. Which I can understand how he would perceive that, but I also had to look after myself, too, and... Yes, you 100% have to, like... So, that kind of, um... Yeah, that was part of the reason I wanted to leave Victoria, because I felt like I couldn't quite get away from this person, so... Um... Because Victoria then was representative of Mm -hmm. all of the shit Mm -hmm. that you had Mm -hmm. been going through, Mm -hmm. and were still going through. Mm Mm-hmm. And that is such a fucking tough dynamic because it's like, yeah, the person that you care about and love is like, it was in an accident and, and now hurting. they need you and stuff. And like hurting emotionally and hurting, physically too. suffering. No one wants to mm-hmm. see any human suffer, whether you have mm-hmm. a connection to them mm-hmm. or not. But it's also like, how much can you give to that person before you're completely drained mm-hmm. and just like empty? And, yeah. And you know what? Like... This may sound harsh, but, like, 
you don't owe anyone anything Mm -hmm. and they don't owe you anything and that's like the harsh reality of like the world we live in and I think people like overstep that and and don't Mm -hmm. see that well but you have to respect that that other person has like a life and emotions mm -hmm. and things that they want to do too and this like this guy and I don't know if he did but like should have had more than just you visiting him and being there for him and blah 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 blah. But oh, I yeah. think that as a significant other, people automatically think that's your role. Exactly. Right? And I, I, it reminded me of a dramatic, well, a conversation I had with a previous ex when I was going through a period of depression, and he actually told me, nearly word for word, is you're dragging me down into this black hole, into this dark hole, mm-hmm. and like I can't go down there with you. Like, I'm literally, I'm unable to do it. So, uh, that was hard to hear, but it was also, I appreciated that he was honest mm-hmm. and he was able to tell me, like, I can't be your emotional support. And it kind of, it was a wake-up call to me that you can't use other people. Um, I mean, you can use them as a crutch sometimes. That's what you friends are You can't use them as... But not as your sole emotional. And not as your, like, savior. Exactly. Like, you're not someone's fucking Jesus Christ exactly. who's gonna, like, resurrect you from your darkness. Like, you gotta mm-hmm. deal with that shit mm-hmm. on your own. And right also on. have supports and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But that's that's so um, relatable because I've had an ex say that to me before. Like, I, I don't know. with Like, with my anxiety and depression, like, I don't know how much more to help you or like mm-hmm. yeah, you can't drag me down like this and at the time I thought that was so selfish because I was like I am hurting like I'm suffering I'm in pain yeah but it's also like okay you're hurting and suffering and pain you also have to have to find the courage to get out of that whether it's through support mm-hmm. or and employ your self-care strategies totally yeah not lean on your tools from exactly. your toolkit <laughs> like as cheesy as it is I fucking do it all the time but I think that's so true when it comes to a significant youth. That's why I strongly believe, I don't believe in when people say, oh, I found my other half, blah, blah, blah. You should be 100%, well, not 100%, mm-hmm. but like fairly whole and complete and good with yourself before you walk into a relationship. Because you should not have to lean on other people throughout your your life to like be stable and to get through mm-hmm. life. You should be semi-good on your own and be happy with your own life and that person should just like just walk into your life and not be I don't know just compliment your life and not become mm-hmm. like your whole life the way like, I think of it is is like the oh I just that mirror I just realized is like a funny mirror um <laughs> the way is it or is it just you no <laughs> the way I see it is that person should improve your life mm-hmm. from the baseline that it already is mm-hmm and I strongly believe that you the person that you're with should um like have their own dreams and goals and ambitions but also like support yours or tell you like hey babe maybe you shouldn't do that or mm-hmm. hey babe you should fucking do this because you're capable of doing that and be like your number one fan and your support system but also it's so key to be like individuals while you're in uh, a relationship and it's mm-hmm. people who lean too much on the other person in the relationship that are going to, like, make it sink and bring it down. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, and I've been on opposite ends of that spectrum. I've been the person that's... Same. As I just said, I've been the one leaning on someone else too much, but I've also been the one who's, like, trying to get out. Desperately trying to get out and can't because that person is... 
leaning on me entirely. They're like suffocating so, you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's but tough. It's a great, great learning experience. It's a great learning experience. <laughs> well, you know what? As cliche as that sounds, it my relationships have all definitely been learning experiences. Whether it's about mm-hmm. whether that relationship is a stepping stone to my next relationship, that's even better. Or if it's learning things about myself or how I act in a relationship or what I need in a relationship or my love language or anything like Mm -hmm. that. Actually, now that I think about it, I look at that almost, I look at that with, I view like relationships, but also anything shitty that happens to me, Mm -hmm. I always, I view it as a lesson too. And I I look back and laugh because I'm like, okay, now that that happened, (laughs) for example, I got my car stuck in the snow. Um, in an area with no phone service when the sun was setting. When? A few weeks ago. <laughs> in a snowbank. And that was, I was able to laugh about it after I was finished crying. Um, that. <laughs> I was laughing by my dear. <laughs> that I was able to, it was learning experience. Hey, like maybe next time when you pull over to let a truck pass, don't go that deep into a snowbank and get your car sucked into it. Yeah. Just so, a little. Now I know. Just a little, a little tip yeah. for future Kaylee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I even I even employed the trick, the uh, mat, the floor mat trick yeah, to try yeah, to yeah. get the car out. Didn't mm-hmm. work. I was it in. Didn't? Too, I was in too deep. Yeah, I had to wait for people to help me. Oh yeah. my god! I had strangers pull over and push my car out, which was really nice. Yeah, so. faith restored in humanity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've heard that people come into your life for a reason, a season, or a lesson. Is that? Are we gonna get that tattooed tonight on our bodies? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Grand Prairie has us now. <laughs> but I strongly believe, like looking back on even past friendships and mm-hmm. even past, yeah, intimate relationships too, uh, you will see when you use that kind of labeling system, the reason, season, or lesson, you see that some people are only there for a little bit and then. And then they're gone from your life, but they leave you with... Very true. Like, an experience and a lesson or mm-hmm. or what have you. I but, used to think that, fr- like, friends I would make, they had to be, like, my friends the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And that's not but true no. whatsoever. No. Yeah, like, I have... You girls, the mm-hmm. ride or dies, shout out, um, my best gals, and then I have my best people in Alberta too. And when you grow up, it's more about, I think when it comes to friendships and intimate relationships, it's more about quality over quantity. Like I haven't, I started dating when I was 17. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's been almost 10 years. And within that 10 years, I've been in four different relationships and have been single and like my definition of single is like you're not texting anyone you're not even drunk texting anyone you're not hooking up with any of your ex-boyfriends like you're not having sex I've only (laughs) been single in my terms for three months Mm -hmm. out of that out of those 10 years and my friends after my most recent relationship ended were like okay bitch you need to settle down and be single and just chill the fuck out and I was like you know what yeah I need to be single and it's not like I'm scared of being alone or anything like that I honestly just love love and I love being in relationships I just Mm -hmm. love that Mm -hmm. and uh so I don't have tinder I don't have bumble I don't even have anyone to drunk text if you do want to text me tonight my number is seven no I'm just kidding (laughs) yeah I was gonna say (laughs) this is gonna be disappointing for some people (laughs) 
<laughs> but I'm honestly, I'm honestly really, really, really enjoying just being solo Maymay. Like, I have mm-hmm. so much shit going for me. I have school. I love going to school. I have a great group of friends. My family's amazing. I have the podcast. is a really great creative outlet for me. I'm releasing my poetry book in the near future. Um, I have a, a teaching position in Dubai. I just love my life. And... Sorry, the hostess is outside of the room in the Airbnb. <laughs> um, I just... I'm in a really, really good spot right now, and I'm honestly loving being single for the mm-hmm. first time, like, ever. That's a direct result of it, I mm-hmm. think. Mm-hmm. Well, part of it. But you're not... Are you single, Kaylee, or what? Nope. Oh, nope. And I'm also, I'm also not going to go into too much detail about that. <laughs> That's but... for another episode. <laughs> but, no, I'm not, um been about a couple months of being in a this. gypsy Keely is literally a gypsy you guys she's been living in so many different places <laughs> yeah but, it's well, been okay. amazing I've I've worked for two weeks in uh so far in the year 2019 that's so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah I've been I've been everywhere okay All so over BC Alberta a little bit of Hawaii wow look at you a traveling gal mm-hmm so let's talk about why like you're doing that right now and like why you're happy with that because lots of people would not be okay with just like doing that because you essentially are living out of your suitcase right now yeah well it's the first time I've it's like the first time I've done this I've lived like this since ever in my whole life actually (laughs) because my time in Victoria was spent doing my psychology degree and my certificate in mental health so that was a total of six years, and then I've just been working and working and working and working. So this is like the longest period I haven't really worked much, and I've kind of lived, um, to say it simply, selfishly since, like, for a, since I started working when I was fifteen. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. are you are you loving it? Or yeah, any, I'm loving it. Is there any like anxiety about no, it? No, nope. like, I'm loving it. There's lots of introspection going on. Um, do you feel like it's been like a restart? A little bit, yeah, because I know I know um, in April when I start my new position, things are going to get a lot more serious for me and I'm going to be working as much as I can again. Mm-hmm. So right now, um, while I'm not traveling worldwide, I'm keeping it, keeping it pretty worldwide. local. Worldwide, people, worldwide. Yeah, I'm uh, just focusing on fostering my relationships with friends and family and my significant other, so... <laughs> and just living in and the significant other. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's honestly mm-hmm. when you take a break from life, I think people are so scared to take a break from life and it takes something traumatic for the universe, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to call it, to push them to take wow, well, you're really slamming that alcohol. Hey, oh my god. She hasn't even eaten anything either. Oh god. Anyways, um what was I saying? You don't know. You're fucking half cut. <laughs> what I was saying. Oh yeah, going through something traumatic and then taking traumatic some time off of something everything. traumatic. Traumatic. Yeah, you better sorry. drink that water. Going through something traumatic that pushes you off the edge because you need that to happen in your life is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. 
Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know how much I needed summer 2018 until summer 2018 was like, bitch, you need me and I'm <laughs> going to be part of your life right now. And I was like, okay, summer 2018, like, like have your way with me. Yeah. And it was, and it was awesome. And I feel like now for us, we're like sounds in our like mid twenties. Sounds like my fall 2018. Yeah. <laughs> 2018 has been horrible but amazing to Keely Coates and I. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes you need to take that leap of faith and like just stop challenging the universe and just let shit go and let shit happen to you and say yes to experiences. Well say said. yes. Well said. That's why I have a podcast. And yeah, and then one more thing I wanted to add about that is also through my 2018 experience is I realized that also in hand in hand with how how old I am is I realized that my family is there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in close proximity with them mm-hmm. you know yeah because I feel like your whole well once you hit like the preteens you're like you get away from me don't mm-hmm. drop me off at the movies like blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and now I like I'm best buds with my mom and dad yeah and, and I'm brother. I like the fact that I get to live in the same city as my entire immediate family is unreal mm-hmm. and I bet you I'm didn't even really about it think about like how awesome that is until mm-hmm. this happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're everything to me so yeah it makes yeah. you real yeah it, like and it's I think it's true when people talk about like the mid-20s crisis where you mm-hmm. maybe think you have your shit going for you and then something happens and you're like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? And it puts you in a completely different direction that you thought you were going to never go in. Mm-hmm. And all of these things just start like falling into your lap and you're like, wow, fuck, this is actually yeah. awesome. Yeah, prime example of that is me doing school for six years thinking I wanted to work in the mental health field and then realizing I didn't want to. So, but you know what? I figured that out pretty quick. (laughs) But I think that's a lot of people's stories. Yeah. Is they go to school and they think that this is going to be awesome and, but then they may, or maybe they don't think it's going to be awesome and they keep just going to it because they already like are kind of in the hamster wheel and they got to keep going Mm -hmm. and then they get out and they're like, what the fuck am I doing? And that may happen in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s. -hmm. But guess what? Like it's never, it's honestly never too late to start over and to do the things that you love. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah, I was I was thankful to my parents about um, when I was calling them nearly nearly every day and telling them that I hated my job and wanted something else and wanted to move. Um, I was thankful to them because they were so supportive of that move mm. for me, and they told me to do whatever do whatever I wanted, and if I didn't like my job, just quit. Um, my dad went back to university at forty and did a complete one eighty. I didn't know career. that. Yeah, he was a he was he owned a he he was like a logging contractor basically in Sayward mm-hmm. and um then he went back to school at 40 and did I don't know a degree in some sort of computer science oh so yeah I had no idea so oh, wait yeah. how old were you when he was 40 so I was like 11 or something so he went back to school at 40 with four kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And my mom wasn't working at the time, and he went to Victoria and lived in Victoria while we all lived at home with no income coming in. So, what? Yeah, it was risky, but it, know it worked this. out well. Yeah. Yeah. All I remember is your horse bedroom. Yeah. No, he, he sold his company and um, went back to university and um, is super happy with that. So when I think about the fact that he did that at 40, I'm like, yeah, like, damn, I can... I can make a career change at 26. Totally. So, mm-hmm. How long was he in school for? 
He did a degree, but it was an accelerated degree. Wow. So he didn't work and just did like hardcore full-time school. I think he might have completed it in two years, which would be 24 straight months. Wow. Yeah, it was like some sort of, he was able to do it like in an accelerated fashion, but yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and good. he even would say, he'd say, Kaylee, quit. Just quit. Just move home. Yeah. Just quit your job. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks so much, Dad. <laughs> I think that's awesome when you have such a supportive family when you're going through a life alternate a, a life alternating decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't have support, you can that life alternating decision can either be the best thing that's ever happened to you or you can completely fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Like True. quitting your job is like definitely a life risk and like switching careers is too and like I said it can be a monumental thing that happens to you or you can also be thinking maybe overthinking it or yeah, not thinking shout about out to anyone going through that decision making process on their own because that would be stressful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and for anyone going through that right now go to your supports get different opinions because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're thinking about shit you just get into the this like fishbowl perspective, which I like to call, and you just only, which I like to call that fishbowl perspective, and you just think about, you don't think about the big picture, and you need other people on the outside, your support system, to kind of tell you, hey, no, this is actually a really good idea, and I believe in you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or no, 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 what are you doing? You don't even have a plan yet for what's going to happen after, and... Right. And whatever. And, like, I love when people, like, quit their jobs and then, like, go traveling for a year and come back and mm-hmm. fucking start a business. And it's all about everything that you're passionate about. Like, I love stories like that. Mm-hmm. That's probably not going to be my story. You should try to find someone who has done that. I should. Anyone who wants to do a podcast episode on that. Mm-hmm. reach out to me, slide into my DMs, because no one else has l- slid into my DMs. Ever. Well, let's, <laughs> let's be optimistic, okay, Kaylee? Okay. Um, Recently. <clears throat> maybe someone will on GP. Maybe I should just download Tinder for tonight. Maybe. <laughs> just for GP. Yeah. Um, But no, I, I am really... I'm really happy with my life right now and I think it was because I made the decision to make my breakup into something positive. And I don't even think it has to be a breakup. It can be like any negative that's going on in your life. There's always something to be positive about and there's always a learning experience that can come from it, whether mm-hmm. it's love, relationships, switching careers what have you, there is always going to be, I don't know, some, some like awesomeness that comes out of it. It's just about your perspective and how you, you choose to find that, that kind of light. Thank you for listening to another episode of All Things May. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to screenshot it and send it to your friends. And also don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Melena S. See you next time.